0: Din The Tefillah. So obviously, if we are understanding the whole concept of Tefillah, of standing before the of Shilobam, and of course the Tzad of Bakasha, of asking for things, so it stands to reason that of course a person needs to be really in the proper frame of mind that they are only the flame malcham lachem al So the Gemara tells us in Ervin, "No dav samach dalid," that if someone is a their begeder shasui al yisbalal, if a person is begeder shasui in this category of shasui, they should not daven, which makes sense. How can you approach the bnei shalom in a state of shasui? But if a person davins in a state of Shasui, Tfiloso is Tfilah. But if a person is Shikor, not only Ali Spalel, but if the Im is Spalel, Toeva. So what is the difference between Shasui and Shikor? So the Gemara's distinction is that the Shasui is Kol Shiyocho of L'Fnei Melech? And shikar is kol she'ina yachol ledaber lethneha So that's one line of demarcation. When you are in the state of Shasui, you could still speak before the king. Once you cross over to shikar, it's because you are no longer able to carry on a conversation with a king. Now, Tosos there points out that the Gemara earlier, which is dealing with horah, the Gemara says that once you drank a revius, you can no longer do a hurrah. So the riff has the girsa that that's also true for a shah And Tosas has two deus. If we go with the, the riff's girsa, and the maskana of how we pass like it says in Shulchan Aruch here in Simon Sadi we have three different levels. We have level number one, which is once you drank more than a reviyas, well, at least a revias, A revias or more, I should say. Then you all now enter into the state of shasui. Once you have passed the threshold of any le Dabal of Nea you're now in the status of Shikor. And what the Gemara does not discuss, but the rama points out, if you are at the level of Shechrus Shalot, so then it's not just that for davening you are disqualified, you can't do any mitzvahs. You're or Ashoteh. You're not Bar Chiyuva at all. So we have these three levels the sugar travels the shot yani it there is Al palo until when and chiaser yengo but if you drank more than that once you are at the level of any alada of the then philosopher to philosopher to whoever and you have to be calls him good says the ramad in kreish market in filo but chabrakhos you can drink you can say even though the person is shikar, meaning for some Muslim, which was not uncommon that they were drinking wine with their meals. So at least at first glance, the minute that a person has had one revius of wine, they should not be able to die. However, we can identify nine potential kulas that will mitigate in various circumstances. So number one. The Magen Avram here points out that this din is dafgash sobhavasachas. If you took all of the revias in one shot, then you're the Gedar Shasu. But if you drank it a little bit at a time, the assumption of the Magen Avram is, is that your body is going to absorb the alcohol in a way that you're not going to feel the effects. Similarly, the Magen Avram here adds that if a person drank the wine in the middle of a the meal, there is. There's a dissipating effect of the food on the alcohol. Similarly, the Maged adds a third kula, which is a much bigger extension. But he quotes some who think that even if you drank this wine before your meal, but afterwards, since you ate, that took away some of the effects of the wine, similar to what the Shulchan describes as, it's not exactly the same, but Lachor it's the same concept that afterwards, when you ate, it had a hafaga effect, just like the Shulchan says in, in Sif derech mil and Shena. Now, the Shulchan Aruch then says it depends how much wine. If you have a lot more wine, then the Shehna is going to put the person into a deeper slumber. It's going to be Tordasso. But the idea is that somehow you can mitigate the effects of the wine. A fourth kula to throw into this mix is the Ramah here in Sif Gimel. The Ramah says, L'ein isar b'einu shalanu <laughs> shein chazakin. We don't worry so much about our wine. What wine are we drinking? Well, in our house, if we're drinking wine, it's usually mixed with grape juice. So we have grape juice. And we're drinking Bartonura, which I think is about 5.5%. So most people, when they see that in our house, they think that's soda. But it is technically wine. So the Ramah says, that's not really strong. You don't have to worry so much. Even if you drank a revia Spioser, you're not together shasui. The Ramah then adds a fifth kula, to keep in mind, which the Prima Karim says, we shouldn't really rely on this, but this is another tziruf, which is that we are mispalomitok sidr, the Ramah says. You're not choshesh l'shichros in mispalomitok sidr. If it's uh, just shichros ma'at, it's just you know, a little buzz, but, but not total inebriation, then the, there's another reason to be mako. A sixth reason to be Mako is that we already know the Bismana Zed, I want to point out, Ain Anu, Yochol We discussed this at length in Sari Saritas. So once we don't have so much kavana, not begeder shikur, but begeder sha'sui, you could be Mako for that person. There is a seventh suggestion that some of that wanna make but is rejected by the majority, is that maybe this din only applies to wine and it doesn't apply to other beverages for Shakrim, but the majority opinion is uh, not to accept that. The Mr. here in Aleph adds an eighth mitigating factor, which is Yoser miravias is Us or even Bamasuk, but if a person drinks just Reviyas, if it's Yain mazuk, then that doesn't put the person into the getter of the Shasui. And then the ninth leniency appears in Yad Shashlom in the second parak in Mesech'ez Beitza, where he says that Shasui is Mutal Khilah on Yantav and Shabbos. It's based on a metrish. So you could be more megal on Yom and Shabbos. But maybe the, the strongest perspective, this is not a heter. this is not a kula. it's just a frame of how to think about it for the more than a, more than a rafias, but you are, our yofel, of is the line in the Primigodim here in the Yishalai where he says, hakol lofi ma shehu adam. What is the medrash? Uh, what is the Yom Shol know, medrash? Let me see if I can find it. I don't know if I wrote it down. Actually, I actually don't remember a, off the top of my head. The answer is that it's a Torah mitzvah, and that's the natural state of people on Yom Tif and on Shabbos that they're drinking at their meals. Uh, um, so like, may anyway so, so Maybe I don't know. I don't think so because you shouldn't be you shouldn't be standing before the Avosimal if you're okay. intoxicated. So it's an interesting sphara. Um I don't remember the Madrich quotes. I remember he qu- I just wrote, noted that he quoted a Madrich. Shabbat says. But I, I don't have it in front of me. I didn't drink, but, yeah. So this line, the B'himagadim, <clears throat> is very helpful because let's say you have somebody who is very accustomed to drinking alcohol. So if they drink six ounces of beer, so then, then according to the din, they, they are their Shasui. But the Shulchan Aruch's line is, but if it never made a dent in the first place, so then... You would think so. I would think so. I don't know what the alcohol... You have to check. I don't know what the alcohol content is in these various drinks. You have to judgment it out, but it would seem that would make sense that if a person drank six ounces... I don't know. The six ounces a person, is that even illegal to drive? If you have one can of beer, is how many ounces? Twelve ounces. Are you allowed to drink after... Are you allowed to drive after one can of beer? I don't know. Less than 12-ounce beer. You can drive? But I'm saying, generally speaking, according to the rules, generally saying, so the guy drinks eight ounces of beer, according to the law, based on what you're saying, I don't know, I have to check, that the general person is going to have a blood alcohol content that's low enough that they can operate heavy machinery. I mean, it didn't make a dent. So it doesn't make a dent. So mustaber that the threshold of A'shi Yossir Yeno, never got to the threshold that he ever got to uh, of being affected by the wine. But, once the person is affected by the wine, then they have to wait. A'shi Yeno. Okay. What are some of the practical takeaways from this Sif? So the Kaf points out that Let's say the person he had a little bit to drink and he didn't realize that he shouldn't daven and now he's in the middle of shemone so esrei. As long yeah. as he's not together shikor, he could continue to daven. He should finish davening. the The um, the the implication the second another important thing to keep in mind the implication of the shulchan aruch. Is that? Also, tefila shacharayak didn't shogek? Says the Beis Yosef, and he repeats in the Shechanarach that the person who drank and he's begeder shik or mamish, so they are begeder shogeg and they are subject to Tfilas tashlumin. But if you look in the Mishnah Bureh in, in Sifkot and Vav, and in the Machzitzas Shekel here, this is not true for a person. Who, before, even before this mantfila kicks in, he sits down and has the intention of getting smashed and not being able to daven at all during this month. The kula here, the heter uh, the for, for Tvila Tashlumen, even if the guy started to drink after this mantfila kicked in, is because we say the person got carried away they figured that they would have time, they would have enough opportunity to drink, and then to have But if a person sits down and deliberately intends to be totally inebriated for that zman of tefillah, so then there's no tefillah according to the and the Yeah. Mr. Bruel Invob says "Afilu feel u is relish to us acha yes man showless pal laha show of my yana bud she is relish to us by and then nem sa khleif amish the forcha out feel when is starker kolka and so initial showless laha fegino then come king shogik mikri but if it's sum khleminha viabra zman father im starker show you hafa gesino bis man katsa gesem it have the cooliam of elotestmen What's the difference? If you if the Zman Mincha starts at one o'clock and you start drinking at twelve thirty with the intent of drinking so much that you're not going to be sober until way after Shkia, what's the difference? The year is in the other direction. The year is that if a guy should have had more, he should have had more chachma in his head and realized that if it's an hour before minchas is over, he shouldn't start drinking. We still call him a <clears throat> But if a guy is totally irresponsible <clears throat> and intends to forgo that tefillah, then there's no tashlumen. So if somebody sits down to the sunas purim, which I don't know if you want to tell over your maisa or not, but if somebody sits down to the Suda's Purim, so chachamein of should she'davah mincha first. And he'll mariv whenever he, you know, he awakens from his, his post-Purim festivities. But if even if, look, I don't know, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but let's say the Zman mincha on Purim is, at, you know, 1 o'clock in the afternoon or 1.30 in the afternoon. And at 12 o'clock, he sits down to the Suda and he starts Pounding the alcohol with the intention of being totally out of it for the next eight hours. So I would think there's no there's no touch limit for that. That's total amazing. That's exactly that's exactly the the Mahza shekel's point. And therefore in which direction? That if someone already got to mincha and then with an hour left decides to just give up on the rest of it, so that's when why? Like Ad-Rabba. Him. In that case, he was Chayvah Mincha. He should get a tashlumin. In this case, no, he never he, even... He purposely made sure to not get it. Why do you think a she is not Chayvah Mincha? Why do you think a she is not Chayvah Mincha? I don't know. I don't know that that means that he's a uh, wufka. I mean, he's honest for the level of dying. doesn't mean there's no Chiyah. No, so really if he did that at the beginning, I don't. I don't think I hear that Svar, so I don't understand. The mishmeru says we start an hour before me. Yeah, yeah. The mishmeru's kiddush is in the other direction. I understand. So what's the difference? There's no in the case, the case where the guy, according to your svara, he never even became chayv and mincha. So of course, there's no tashlumin. There's no tashlumin for a feel that wasn't chayv. Was, that the field didn't exist. but he's not choking, he's Mason. That's what I'm saying, mamarof I don't know why would you call such a person is it? Because he deliberately put himself in a situation where he knew he was not going to be able to daven. That's exactly the point of the Mahasis, of Shekel. A Mahasis of Shekel. So take a look. So this comes up sometimes. What about if... So, right, right, right. Yeah. Do any of us share of any of the talk about what actually counts as being mid yeah. I would say it's... Yeah. Are you, like, babbling nonsense? Are you just not speaking very eloquently? Like, what's the... Well, what do you think? You, you wouldn't walk know. into a... No, think about it. No, I'm serious. You wouldn't walk into a store and babble nonsense. That's... means you have to be of clear mind. In those days, a melech was somebody who was... So you were very careful when you would speak before a melech. You have to be... Clear and coherent. If you're not clear and coherent, then you can't be the double of Nam Melech. Okay, so there's coherent and there's eloquence, right? Meaning, if I was giving a speech for the president, I would make sure not only to be clear and coherent, but even to be polished and refined. And you might, but I don't think. You, care, yeah, but right? I don't think if you went to speak to the king and you weren't delivering a state address, that you would need to be. The most eloquent. Okay. It would so, be, okay. So that's you're thinking about the. Sh- I mean, it's the what? Well, just just follow the words, right? It's me to stand before the king and speak. We have the fear of Olal Sholchemalach, and but I've brought him debate what that means. I, I think it's a fair question. I'm, I'm okay with your answer. I just. I'm not trying sure like to mo- from the words. Again. If the point is is that the the context is that you have to stand before the rabbanu shalom was the melech malcham Lachim, so the analogy would be to stand in front of speaking in front of a king. I understand. So th- I don't think that that means that you have to be prepared to deliver the Gettysburg Address, right? And I think the the hashiva to olal shulcha malachim is exactly that point. The frame of olal shulcha malachim. Is to express a certain level of chashivas. and that's why the majority of posts come say it has to be at a state dinner, not what the king eats for breakfast. Right against the Khazanish, with the sardines and the king of people eating sardines for breakfast. Right, and I assume that's what you're yeah. uh, alluding to. So I think what what's the point here? The point is is that if you're only lufnei Hashem, if you would be if you would be uncomfortable to be in this state of mind, to speak in front of a king, and not, not an elected officer who's going to be you know, retired in four years writing his memoirs in a library. A king meant that if you disrespected that person, he would kill you. Like, Let's just try to remember when Chazal said, O'mudah Nehamelech, what they meant. They didn't mean in front of an elected official on the county board. They meant somebody, if he didn't like your face, he would just kill you. So you have to be clear and coherent and respectful. I don't think the king is expecting that you're going to deliver the Brett Bear Gettysburg Address, but he is expecting that you're going to show up You're going to show up. Any thoughts on this? The question is a fair question, but I think the answer is an obvious answer. Okay. To me it's obvious. Okay. If you if you would not worry to be you know, if you if you're slightly slurring, you probably don't want to appear in front of like not <laughs> Right. if you're then you know all bets are off. Exactly. <laughs> what about if the person's a state of shasui, and they realize that they are at the level, there, there can be but there's still a Shasuri, but by the time they're going to get out of this little state, this, this little effect of the wine, they're going to miss Zman Tefillah. So the Kav and the mishabura both point out that you should not miss Zman Tefillah. Why? It makes perfect sense. We know that Shasr Tcha So since Bidyevet, this is my explanation, but I think this is the idea. Shasal chak, he have dummy, and since this person is in a shasal he's going to miss the Zaman tefila. So the shasul he bid it's so tefila, so he could be yotzin. What about another uh, application of this? What about being mitzaref the the person to a minion? So the Mishnah Bura. Is in Sifkat in Yud. Mishnebrew says that Ein mitzarifin also leminyan asara, uleminyan zimun afshar tishari. So, if the person is a shasui, so of course you give the tariff to a minion. If the person is a shikar, Mishnebrew says that you cannot be the tariff to a minion. But if you look in the Chuvas Beis Yehuda, he holds that as as long as this individual is not at the level of so Shalot, where he's literally not high mitzvahs anymore because he's totally mufka, then he could be mitzarif to a minion, and his raya is a great raya from yashin. That you can be for a guy who's yashin to a minion. Obviously, it's not You want to have a sarah on him, but bid yefed when the chips are down. It's that. It's that uh, you know the motzei porim mariv. That Sperrne was, was describing to us while he was in his state of clarity trying to ascertain how many people there were in that actual minion. So the the base and who quotes this? The Kafakhaim quotes it. Kafakim quotes the base Yudah. he says, lemaysa, you can be mitzarif the shikar, to the Minion. As long as they're not together. Shachum Sashot, where Mamish is completely lights out. So perhaps the the, the way to end this Nekuda is from the, the Mishnabrura quoting from the Berke Yosef. So the Mishnabrura quotes in the Berke Yosef about somebody who the wine is not going to be mashpia on them at all. But if you look actually in the Lashon of the Berke Yosef, right, the Mishnabrura quotes the Berke Yosef, but if you look in the Lashon, we looked at the Berke Yosef, it actually sounds like from the Berke Yosef that from... From a personal standpoint, if you know that the wine is not going to be mashpia on you, then it doesn't sound like there's a problem even like we were We were a little bit surprised that the, the presentation, also look at the Chav he also quotes this Berke Yosef. When you look at the Berke Yosef himself, it sounds like from the Berke Yosef, As long as you're Mishayar in yourself, that you know that this yain is not going to be mashpia on you, then it shouldn't be a problem even l'chadchila. So halach l'maysa, this is probably a very common way of looking at things, that if the person has a, a long history of taking one glass of wine that's eight ounces at dinner time, and then davening marav afterwards because they know that it's not Mashbi on them at all. They're going to tell them l'chatechila they're not allowed to take that glass of wine. According to Mr. Bruah and Achanami l'chatechila you shouldn't do that. But A, maybe there's enough time for the wine to wear off before they daven marav. And B, it's possible that when you look at the Birk Yosef himself, he'll tell you, you know that that one glass of wine is not going to be mashbi on you at all. And therefore, even l'chatechila, it's going to be mutter to drink. Okay, it's just the last line here, which is something that, I guess, maybe comes up, is the Shulchan Aruch and where he says, the things that on the books help mitigate the wine is, number one, we mentioned before, Derech Mil, and then the Shulchan Aruch says, there's going to be a difference between Mahalich Baraglov and Rochev. And then we said, Shana, if the person sleeps, that as long as he uh, didn't have too much, then that's going to help the person. And ultimately, the, in Sif Gimel, the Shulchan Aruch says, call Right, this is, I thought you were going to allude to this question before, Yair, which is, how do you know when you're sober? What's the shear? The answer says, the Shulchan Aruch is, There's no way to give one blanket, objective standard, Yishair benafsho and figure out whether or not The person can tell that (laughs) yafig yeno (laughs) adkan (laughs) for (laughs) Semen saritas.